up, everybody? I go by the name of Sly. And I'm Cardia Dadon. And we want to encourage you guys to listen to The Melting Pot. Where we will release new episodes every Sunday discussing today's most hottest and controversial topics. Stirring up all things popular culture. And you know what they say. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Brought to you by The Melting Pot. So, so somebody had made a post like, oh, he failed us when we need him most because gasolina is too high. Gasolina. Damn. Gasolina. Gasolina. So what's going on with the Ukraine stuff? They like they still beefing? Because the gas is still high. I thought they would have passed about that one. And I ain't heard nothing on Twitter and stuff. Like, it's just like us though. You know, we only be paying attention to stuff for like we pay attention to something for like two days and then get over it. Just like that Will Smith smack. <laughs> but people still talk about that and it's really getting on my nerves though. Cause like, bro, get over it. It was not even that serious. And then this lady at work was talking about that. Um, she was like, uh, Chris was supposed to be suing him. I, was like, I thought they, I thought I read something where he said he wasn't going to sue. Well, he got two years to make up his mind. But my thing is, they all three of them cornballs, Chris Rock, Tony Rock, but Chris Will Smith knew exactly who to smack because I know he won't smack Bernie Mac. I, yo, I didn't tell you what happened. Okay, so I was um I was at work and I went upstairs to get some breakfast and this was like the first time I do not eat breakfast there or whatever. So this is my first time. I was, I was kind of excited. I was real hungry. So didn't get to that. I had to go to the little um little corner store in there. So I went in and there was a black lady at the register and I was like um. They, oh, she had the TV behind her in the store, and it, they was talking about the whole uh, Oscar thing or whatever. She was definitely, like, not on Will's side or whatever. Like, she was definitely on Chris's side. She was like, you know, this is like, they already didn't want black people at the uh, awards. You know, they wasn't giving us, um, you know, awards anyway. So it was kind of like we did that strike or whatever. Well, they did it because, you know, we're not famous, but you in solidarity and all that. But she was just like, you know, I said, he picked the right one because I said, let that have been a Bernie Mac. She said, oh, you know, you know, but she got hype. And it was some, it was nothing but white people behind me in the line. And I know they knew what we was talking about because the line was going a little slow or whatever. So she was like, girl, if that was Bernie Mac, you know Bernie. He was, like, that, he was like, he real, he was real hood, you know, back in his early days. He was like, he would have. He wouldn't have cared about being no him up. Right, right, he wouldn't have give a. Flying, and he wouldn't cared about being camped. Yeah, he wouldn't have cared about none. Of that. I said, "You right." Well, I'll tell you, the white people behind us look so confused. <laughs> like it was just so funny because it was like it, the moment was just so everlasting. Because it's just like it's just like certain certain entertainers he would never smack. Cedric the entertainer would would never got to, uh, let that fly. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, anybody old school like these new comedians, they probably would have been in the same situation. But I just. Like anybody old school, like well, you. not all the new ones. I can name a few new ones that wouldn't. 
If you don't know just be doing stuff for clout and try to puff and puff and sell wolf tickets for clout. But them old ones. I mean, yeah, the old ones the old especially, ones but like. Would have definitely slapped fire to Buddy and Jaden just for playing with them. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy probably would have slapped the back. Too. No, I'm saying Eddie Murphy would have slapped the back. Like, <laughs> and then laughed at like, <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> It's the Oscar. Okay, like, man. <laughs> like, hey, man. Yeah, I think Chris Tucker would just yeah. sold wolf tickets too. <laughs> you don't, don't think he? No, nah, he's, he's scrappy. Yeah. Right? He's getting before he found. You know. Christ. Yeah, I said we get that uh, previous uh, Chris. Yeah, it would be over with. Yeah. Okay. If he knew who to who who to smack, you see, he, like he calling the smack. Mm-hmm. And then your little son talk about something. That's how we do it. Yeah, to the right one. Right. And it's crazy because, like, this lady at work brought up a good point about Jada. But before I do say that, it was like when I first heard about it, I was asleep when that happened. I did not, I don't watch some awards really. I barely watch any awards nowadays because I didn't watch none of them. Right. You know, so like, I got a text message from a friend. And it was like Will Smith just punched uh Chris Rock. I'm like, man, he punched us. What going on? So I'm trying to find the clips on Twitter, and I'm telling you, I couldn't find nothing. I just whole bunch of people retweeting, and I keep seeing stuff about him punching and slapping and stuff. But it, well, I finally did see the uh the the video, and I'm like, first of all, this was a slap. Why did you tell me it was a punch? Like I said, cause. It's different energy. You know what I'm saying? A punch is like a punch. A slap, yeah. It was, it was a tap. Yeah, yeah. It was a tap. Yeah, I was like... But my thing is, I understand, you know, you got to protect your wife and all of that. But she has been embarrassing this man for the last two years. Two years, right? She has, she has said she has never found love like Tupac. Mm-hmm. Um, she... She loves Will a certain way. He has to accept that. Like, she she keeps undercutting this man with this love. Mm-hmm. And basically keep letting you know, like, you know, whatever her Tupac was doing in the back of his little car was it. Mm-hmm. Was it. And then, like, you know, she even loved August differently. Like, and so he, he made a G.I. Jane joke. Now, Chris Rock also deserves to be slapped because he was a cornball anyway. So... I, it kind of worked in my favor for that one. Like, I don't know. He just corny to me. Yeah, he definitely corny. Man, he, he looked like he about to cry. He did. <laughs> he really, because he know that they was stinking. That cheek was stinking. He trying to be like, oh, I don't know what just happened. but right. uh, So he tried to play the shock. Yeah, right. Cause he know that cheek was on fire. Like, he know that cheek was on fire. But this lady uh, at work brought up a good point. Like, Jada got all this money. Yeah, she got the alopecia. But... You have all this money, all these resources. Rock your wig. That's what you want to rock. You know what I'm saying? Like, you... And from what I can see from Jade or whatever, like, I don't know what type of treatment she's using, like, but it looks well-managed. Like, like a lot of people didn't even know she had alopecia. Like, if you're not watching the red table or whatever, like... She just looked like she did the shortcut. Yeah. And she's the, been having a shortcut for, for years years so now. That's what I'm saying. She's talking now, she's rocking it even lower. Yeah, right. I said she done had shortcuts for right, and it so fit, long. And it fits her face. Right, so and it fits her face. It fits like, her face. Right, and the, whole, the rest of the whole family done chopped their head off too. So it's just the fact that, like, girl, if you that insecure about it, you got all this money to get you some of the 
best laces of your life. Cause you got the money for the good lace. You know what I'm saying? Get my name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? I'm going to. <laughs> going to, it was, okay? It was, it, was, it was Lapita's face for me in the background. Yeah. It was, it was all their faces. Right, they yeah. all was like, that's how you know it was live and real. Right. And before the first commercial break, they were like, okay, so y'all, this is what we wish was going to happen. Like, it was it was live in the moment. Because all their faces was like, right. Mm. And so now it's two things we don't talk about. Bruno and Jada. And it's only, but it's only April out here, so. <laughs> it's only April out here. It's only April out here. But I'm going to um, stop talking about it because I don't want to get famous and he slapped me next on the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, Jada, I love you and set it off for you. Because I mean, <laughs> I mean, at this point. You was that girl. Set it off. At this point, because, I mean, okay, we didn't say our stance on the whole thing. Like, I don't think he was, I don't think it was that big of a deal. But I don't think, he was kind of wrong. But, I mean, oh, well, people get smacked all the time. It's just because he's such a notable uh, figure, spokesperson, actor. Like, you know, it's brought this much attention to the whole thing. But, like, y'all gotta remember, this man is from Philly. You was at a red carpet event. This man from Philly, like, you know. And, you know, it's like, we don't know about the hardships of being famous, but, you know, we can imagine sometimes. But lifters every day, reading stuff about you, about your family, about your wife, all this, you know, people, the internet is a nasty place. But... So you know, how long all are we gonna takes... do the do the he's from Philly thing? But because it's not even just about he's where been he's a, from. He's been exactly. He's been to red carpets before. He's been to these type of events before. So you really can't say, oh, he's from Philly as an excuse to negate the fact that he assaulted a man. No, and I'm not television. even just saying. I'm just saying it shouldn't be a shock just because he's from Philly. I'm going to harp on the fact that of mental health and his mental state. Because like that I was saying, you got all these people every day of your life, everybody, publicists, A&R people, uh, people you got contracts with, Hollywood, celebrities, people you don't know, people on Twitter, you know, trolls, all it is. Everybody's nitpicking at everything, always watching, looking for you to make mistakes. So you can't be on your P's and Q's all the time. Who knows what else happened leading up to this? But like you just said earlier, this man that had a crazy two years of being clowned and played those mostly by his wife but we you know other stuff too you know what i'm saying like so it's just everybody reached that breaking point his just happened to happen on live television oh well i mean sorry about that it happened everybody just really need to shut the hell up get over it and if he gonna sue soon that that little money he's gonna sue for he still got some more that's all i'm gonna say um, I feel like it should never happen. But I kind of wish my girl Wendy was still on TV. Yeah, she she would have came back next day like, <clears throat> clap if you seen the Oscars last night. <laughs> right. It was a SmackDown, wasn't it? <laughs> clap if you don't care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Moving on. And that's how I feel about it. Like, clap if you don't care. Yeah. Th- that would have been me right there. Because yeah. y'all was talking about it for days. Like, just, just dragging the joke. Okay, somebody got smacked. 
But um, back to what we originally was talking about. Hold on, for that though, Jim Carrey, Alec Baldwin, Jodie Turner Smith, Zoe Kravitz. A lot of y'all was shocked about Zoe, but Zoe, she looked like us, but she ain't really for us. Just Wanda Sykes. Yeah, O.J. Simpson, Judd Apatow, Haley Bieber, Bette Midler, um, Kathy Griffith, Sophia, Sophia Bush, Shannon Sharp. And the, the lady from Charm, the ugly one, y'all know what I'm talking about. You, all them folks felt the need to, you know, talk about how it was a traumatizing event. Yeah, it was traumatizing. So traumatizing. What? You were sitting there like the rest of us. I wasn't traumatized watching it. Why was you? Why? Why? Why were you traumatized? Did you get hit? Right. Did you get hit? Was he talking to you? Like, no. Like, like. Were you talking about his wife? <laughs> if he was, dang. It's time to be like Ricky Smell. I'm going to go get some nachos. Right. I... Wait. That list was too long. I'm out of breath saying all them names. Mind your business out there. Famous and, or not famous. And now the Academy wants is doing an investigation to see if he has to give his award away. So he got so, much, so many more. Who cares? Next. But it's kind of a big deal because he's been nominated for Oscars a lot. And this is the first one that he won. And then, like, it, it worked in Chris Rock's favor because now his little tour... I was about to say, his little tour, right? It just seemed real convenient, like... And I mean, right, don't sue, because, look, your sales wasn't looking how they looking now, so... Because who's really going to go see? Right, <laughs> like... Because he's a cornball. Right, he, you just, you know, Chris Rock live? What? No. I pass. Loved the show back in their day, though. Nah, everybody hates mean, Chris. If you meet him, I was going to see everybody hates Chris live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But... Chris Rock live? Yeah. I don't think I've ever turned on in my life a Chris Rock stand-up. Never. Mm-hmm. I watch stand-up. I watch Mike Epps. Dang sure watching some Bernie. I'm dang sure watching some Eddie. Dang sure watching some Cedric. But I ain't, no, I ain't turned on no Chris. Clap if you don't care. Uh-huh. Moving on. Apparently, the Ukraine and Russia thing is still a thing. It's such a thing that Joe Biden has mentioned that food was going to be scarce. Our food? Yeah. Well, our food, where's our because food going? Because apparently Ukraine um, produces like one-fourth of the wheat for the world. Oh, dang. So, you know, they, there, goes your, there goes your McDonald's burgers, your um, honey your wheat bread. Flour, your flour, fried chicken, right. and fried pork chops and fish. And we use a lot of wheat, y'all. All y'all beer drinkers. That's all that wheat. Better, better learn how to make beer from bean paste. Nah, y'all finna be drinking moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> y'all finna be drinking moonshine. That's crazy. So apparently it's still going on. Airstrikes hit Odessa as Russian forces pull back around the capital. Um, yeah, so it's, it's still a thing. That's crazy. I should pay more attention. So... Not only are we still paying the high gas prices, we are also now about to lose out on some of our food, our our intake. Them Ukrainians like, them fat Americans need it anyway. They say food be scarce, but we always find a way. So unless it start looking like the 1920 Great Depression in the grocery store, I don't think we have anything to worry about. Or them early pandemic days to bring it a little more closer because I remember going was, into them store anyway, nothing on the shelves. Really? You maybe I was I wasn't living here at the time, but 
where I was, man, couldn't find chicken for a week straight. Now, Lord chicken, it. I do remember. Chicken was a, a thing. Bread, eggs, there was no... I still have an old, like, Snapchat videos of that. We had went to, like, three different stores that day. And I could show you, like, everything that was refrigerated was gone. So, it kind of goes into... All of this going on definitely goes into play into like who you who you vote for. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot politically that you have to tap into now, and so now you really cannot be neglectful of not paying attention to the world because one day you may not have food. Honestly, and it reminds me, I kind of now. I kind of want to like go to like a big box store and get me some toilet paper because one thing that we did do at my old house, we, we went to like Sam's Club and I saw we still have toilet paper to this day. Like we got like two big boxes of toilet paper. I mean, it's not the best quality toilet paper, but it's not the one. I was about to say, yeah, is it good quality? <laughs> I mean, it's soft. It don't tear, but it's not as like... As long as it don't tear. Yeah, it's, it's not going to tear. Yeah. Cause I even take some hard toilet paper, but if that thing ain't ripping, <laughs> no, nah, that got to go. Cause wouldn't I rather have hard and durable or soft and durable? Ooh. But one thing is gonna be, you don't want soft tissue? I don't want hard tissue. Cause it I don't, don't matter though. Cause I only it, need I'm, tissue for one thing. What's the common denominator in what I said? Durable. I don't want ripping. I don't want Who no... Who got time to be fishing that out? <laughs> I don't want no hard toilet paper in my air hole. No, <laughs> I, no. I take me a shower. Because, no. like, I got too much hair back there to be having hard toilet paper. No. Okay. It's a whole war. Uh-huh. And think about you fishing in that Harry Pond. <laughs> like, Look, Harry Ponderosa replay. Like, Let's bring it a little closer to home. Los Angeles has agreed to build potentially thousands of new beds and housing units for homeless people. Under the the terms of a legal settlement announced Friday, apparently bridging to an end a key portion of continuous long-running federal lawsuit over homeless housing and enforcement on skid row and across the city. The settlement still needs to be approved by the city and council, which will occur over the next few weeks, but that's still... Now, that's a big deal because homelessness in all major cities is, like, outrageous, especially with the way life is going to be going within the next few months, next few days. When prices are going up, people can barely afford to live. It's important. Shoot, they need to come down here. Because every time you go downtown and you um get on the 75, 85 connector, you see tents and people. You you can't even go from the barbershop to the hookah lounge without somebody saying their, their, help, their home is not helpless. It's just like... Somebody need to build some shelters, cause if you can spend money on war, you can spend money on a, on a on a housing project. The amount, the budget that we have for war, for big old ships, rockets, when we get into like space travel and all, all that extra stuff that just be sitting there, cause we ain't at war with nobody. Y'all could have. Man, a lot of us could be a lot well off, and we wouldn't have, we would have little to none. If I could afford it, I would definitely do it. Build a little housing project. Um, I would help out. Maybe make donations, but to start it myself, probably not. Understandable. That's understandable. Uh, my, my directions as far as, like, 
giving back to the community will be to, I always kind of wanted to build my own non-for-profit um, like studio. So to teach kids, especially in like lower um, income communities and neighborhoods to start early on learning technology. So like learning how to play instruments, learning how to edit the music that you create, giving them the opportunity to have Wi-Fi and computers so you can do that. So I kind of want to go that route, you know. Great. So you want to add more to the homeless communities. Great. (laughs) What you mean add more to the homeless communities? Nothing. I'm building is I'm building a future for their future. I'm giving them the skills so they can build upon and create a skill set later on in life to get them a potential job that pays money. Right. Great. And along the way, donate to your cause, the homeless people. Donate to my cause. Well, if you would like to donate, you can cash at me right now to start the proceeds for later. <laughs> But no, that's interesting that you said that. I'm going to say it while we're on the red button. Because um, I was honestly at work thinking one day, came to my mind. I just never told you about it. Well, mine was a, it started off as a non-for-profit performing arts school. But now you're at the little technology part. Damn. Well, mine comes, I mean, I did work at a place like that. Um, I interned through college at a place like that. So I just really love what they did. And then I actually had two. I kind of, um, I, yeah, I kind of had two that had those. So I, I want to kind of, I like what they both did. So I kind of want to just build something like that here. Because we don't have that here. Yeah. Mine was definitely going to be started on here. Yeah. Because I was about to say, like, and I was thinking, about, I was like, you know, Yes, we're all the South, but I was like, you know, Tennessee, they they, they do got a little more opportunity. Like, they, they create more opportunities for people. Like, so I'm just like, we don't really have that here. Like, it, Atlanta's very who you know, you know what I'm saying, and what your money can buy you. But when you don't know nobody, you don't got no money, it's kind of like, we need a we got y'all out here. Issa, holla at me. But, yeah, we're going to try and make that here. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Because, like, mine, I was inspired by this performing arts school in D.C. called Dessa. Okay. And so it's like... Uh, I'm sorry, but I, in my head, I, I, my head keeps going to Victoria. <laughs> but no, it's like Dessa is a really dope performing arts school, and they, like, the closest thing you'll have in Georgia to Dessa is John S. Davidson Fine Arts School in Augusta. And I mean, who wants to be in Augusta? No disrespect. Davidson's a great school, too. Shout out to all the Davidson people. But that's also like, you know, if you get accepted and it's a magnet program. Yeah, and which... That's not what I'm... Yeah, I want mine to be. If you can come and you have a, a pinch of talent, mm-hmm. we can do the rest. You know what I'm saying? All right. I don't want it to be, oh, you have to come to our, I don't even want to call it a school. But like, but Dessa is a school and Beyonce performed there. Okay. So, you know, Beyonce can yeah, be Yeah, they valid. Yeah, they valid. <laughs> they valid. <laughs> but now Dessa's a dope school. And then I also feel like, you know, it gives the young people something to do. Yeah. Cause that's the problem. Young people don't have nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, young people don't have nothing to do. They Especially don't. when you get something to do that actually interests them. Like they'll they'll co- really commit to it because exactly. 
You, when you're young, you gotta be busy. Are you gonna or are you gonna get into trouble? That trouble gonna come and find you. Trouble is every idle, corner. Idle hands is a devil workshop. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they don't they don't have nothing to do because parents working all day. So they be like, because I definitely want like you know pickups. Or I don't I don't want to take you. I don't want to go. Or they don't have the the funds to do it. So that's why they you know would fund um there be funding and you know right. It's crazy that we have the same vision. It was a little different, but yeah, think, a little different. I think, we can, I think we can match them. At least it really won't take a a lot because you can start small and grow big. I was gonna say both of the ones I worked at personally were like small, but I'm telling you, like I kind of like the idea of it being small, um, but I also don't have a problem with it growing. But it's just like you have that like that close knit chemistry between the people who work there, the volunteers, the the kids that come, like. Everybody is just, it's very hands-on. It's very, you know people, you know what I'm saying? You can't use that uh, excuse that you don't know anybody. You've networked with everybody you've come in contact with. And these people actually are here to help and they actually do know you. And where you want to go in life, you know what I'm saying? I want to also like, it'll be days where we have, I guess like a little class or whatever. Um, We just like really get to sit and it's just talk like, hey, what do you want to do? in life let's map out how we can get you there how we can check off some of your goals this year you know you don't have to wait oh i can't do this until i'm 16 or i can't do this ah because they won't take me serious why it's billionaire kids out here whether they work for it they didn't what was the youngest person who got that degree from from they had graduated college or something they was like that kid was young 12. Yeah, I want to say like like twelve or like that. The dude, that dude was a, a genius, that, a little kid. I'm saying like it's endless. You know what I'm saying? You just need people that care. And I feel like it's people that don't really care. It's a it's a money grab, and that's why the programs don't fall, don't, don't always fall. But it's a money grab. They don't care. They don't take the time, or they don't really help the child like they say they're going to. Prime example, I remember in high school. I told you about this, but you don't remember. You remember high school? They told us about this big job fair that was coming on a Saturday. There's gonna be lots of jobs, and you know, they did say like, okay, if you um, if you need help with the resume, they'll help you this, that, and the third. And it was just like a big, big job fair. So on this Saturday, the whole our county showed up to this place, like. It was deep. Like, you see all your friends from high school. Like, so we was there. We was there. We was live. We went to this little gym at this rec center. It was not a job fair. It was a a workshop put on by this judge, probably to help her with her election campaign to make herself feel good. There was no, there was no job. We didn't even, even go, we didn't even go anywhere outside of that gym. We spent the whole day. I was in, you was there. I remember this. You was there. We was all there. Like, it was we was all there. Everybody, because it was jobs for high schoolers. It was geared towards us for us. I do remember that. Yeah, you, you probably got that, that certificate from going there in your room somewhere. I know I got mine. I do. It's, it's coming back to yeah, me. Yeah, like we was all there. We was all professionally dressed. Mm. And the judge just sat in the gym and she talked about, you know, how to get a job. But there was nobody at, Nobody left give, with a job. Give, there, nobody left with a job. We left with a wasted time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that won't be happening when we open our... Yeah, so it was like, the the idea was great, but don't sell me a pipe dream to get me through the door, and then I get there and I waste my time. And plus, like I said, we didn't leave that gym, and we didn't even get help with anything. She just sat there and she talked, 
It, they probably gave us like a, a box sandwich lunch. Again, that probably came from donors' money, and it was a waste of time. Judge Penny Brown Reynolds, you was a waste of time. Penny Brown Reynolds. That, it, this is all coming. That <laughs> sounds familiar. I told you about this story, okay. and you didn't remember, but now it sounds familiar. I got, I got a glimpse, you know, in my mind, my mental. I, I can see something like that happening. Like, yeah, it was a waste of a freaking Saturday. Like, yeah. Man, it was a Saturday, huh? They were like, we could have, you know, we only get two days off if you're not in your high school extracurriculars. Like, right. you want to waste my time like that, Penny? Penny Brown? Yeah. <laughs> that's just, you know, where life's going to take us. And that's just some things that's happening around the world. If you don't know, if you're not aware, just listen. Look, pay attention because, and know that the melting pot will always be here. To let you know things that's going on in the world, things that's going on in your backyard. I'm your host, Cartier the Dawn. I'm your host, Slime. And this has been The, the Melting, Melting Pot. Pot. Be sure to follow us on all our social medias. You can follow us on Facebook at The Melting Pot Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at The Real Melting Pot. That's the T H E E, Real Melting Pot. You can follow us on Twitter at The Melting Pot 16. <laughs>